The views, thoughts, and opinions expressed in this podcast belong solely to those expressing them and do not necessarily reflect the OSA Foundation Incorporated or any other group or individual. This podcast may contain dialogue or subject material that could be considered for mature audiences only. All aspects of how you play the game and the OSIP Foundation Incorporated are protected by copyright and other state and federal intellectual property laws. Unauthorized use without the express written consent of the OSIP Foundation Incorporated is strictly prohibited. If you're interested in sponsoring how you play the game, please email us at podcast at osipfoundation.org. Your sponsorship may be tax deductible. Hey everyone, and welcome to another episode of How You Play the Game, the official podcast of the Osip Foundation Incorporated. Yours truly, Jack, for along with you as we talk to you about what's going on as far as the world of sportsmanship is concerned. This is the first episode of the month of November. The year is 2022. Glad you can be with us. As always, check us out online at osipfoundation.org. You can contact the show with the email address podcast at osipfoundation.org. And you can also find us on social media, facebook.com slash Foundation, Twitter and Instagram at Foundation, and the hashtag how you play the game. Yes, I'm a little under the weather, but uh, happy to say that this is the best I have felt in a couple of days. And, uh, you know, it's just, I'm glad it's not COVID. I'm glad it's not the flu, all that good stuff. Um, yeah, it's, I, I never wish this on anybody, but I'm just glad that the, the congestion has started to go away and I sound worse than I probably am that's always a that's always a weird thing and I always pick that up because you know when you deal with music all the time you can hear the different timbres in voice and the way that the the cavities in your sinuses and in your head uh, transmit sound and when you know when you're under the weather those cavities change because of congestion and this that the other blah 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 and uh, just annoys me sometimes, you know, in a, in a very not important way. Just when you hear someone's voice like that, and you're just like, ugh, you know. But uh, happy to happy that I actually, for the first time in a few days, have the energy to sit here and uh, and do this because I was starting to worry whether or not I was going to be able to 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 get this done. So I'll, I might make it try try and make it kind of quick just because uh, I don't want to hear my own voice that much, but uh, we'll see where we go with this. So right now we are uh, in the middle of the World Series and uh, the, the thing I wanted to to just briefly address um, is if you look at what has happened in the MLB playoffs, specifically on the American League side, uh, something happened between the Cleveland Guardians and the New York Yankees. So, Cleveland first baseman uh, Josh Naylor is this really, I'm just going to say odd dude. I don't know him. I don't know him at all. But he has that, this, this, this brash, aggressive competitiveness that leaves you scratching your head. Uh, there was a clip earlier this year where he hit a walk-off, and the next thing you know, he's coming on, he, you know, he scores, and then he comes off, and he goes to headbutt Terry Francona, their manager. And Terry actually had a batting helmet on because he was afraid of something like that happening. So, I don't, I don't know what goes through his head to think that that's a good idea. It, and I'm not insinuating anything. It kind of reminds me of like the roid rage that, um, 
you know, Roger Clemens had when he threw the bat towards Mike Piazza, all that kind of stuff. It was just weird. It was It's just weird. So anyway, we fast forward to the American League Division Series between the Guardians and the Yankees. And Naylor hits the home run off of Garrett Cole. And it doesn't even tie the game. It doesn't put the Guardians in the lead. It just gets them a little bit back into the game. If memory serves me correctly, I think they were down one run after this home run, something like that. And as he's rounding the bases, Josh Naylor is doing this rocking the baby type motion. And he's saying things about how Garrett Cole is his son and all that kind of thing. You know, there's there's that that narrative that we use, you know, or people use when, when that kind of thing happens. And the Yankees took notice. They didn't like it. Well, they didn't really retaliate, but when the Yankees forced Game 5 and the Yankees won Game 5 to move on to the American League Championship Series, we saw Glaber Torres, who received the ball for the final putout of the game to allow them to win in advance, return the rocking the baby type motion. And... I didn't like it when Naylor did it, and I didn't like it when Torres did it. And sure enough, the Yankees went out and got swept by Houston. They look, looked embarrassed by Houston, the Houston Astros in the American League Championship Series. And I didn't think that the Yankees were going to win that series. I picked, and I'm a Yankees fan, and I picked Houston in six. And sure enough, Houston ended up winning in four. Um, but I guess the thing that, that bugs me is this is a fantastic example of something that we discuss in OSIP. It's in the book. It's in the blog posts. It's all over. You know, the best revenge that you can get is to win. And that's it. There's, there's, there's no addendum. There's no caveat. Once you win, you don't rub it in people's faces, etc. You just win. And... When the Yankees won Game Five, I think I think we all kind of had that moment where we were like, "Okay, you know, the the Yankees got their revenge," and then Glaber Torres rubbed it in the face of Josh Naylor. And there was a small part of me that cringed there and said, "Karma's a Karma's a bad mother, you know. Karma will get you." And sure enough, it got the Yankees. They they didn't even put up a competitive series against the Astros. They 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 you know you know I'm not going to dissect it game by game, but you know looking back on the American League Championship Series, a lot of people are just like, "What just happened?" So, would the series have turned out different if Glaber Torres doesn't rock the baby? Who knows? I can't speak to that. This this is an emotional thing rather than a than a scientific thing here. But it just made me stop and think. Why do we need to to do that? Why why does that you know? I understand that testosterone and emotion and adrenaline and whatnot. I I know it plays a role. I've been there. I get it. But when you're on the professional stage. You have the, the resources to help you manage that a lot better. 
you know, the Yankees, as well as every major league team, I mean, they have they have people come in and talk to the players about so many different things. They have sports psychologists. They have people who lecture players on how to handle social media, uh, how to handle fans, how to do this, how to do that. You know, like they they have people on their payroll whose job it is to manage that kind of stuff. So I don't personally buy the fact that Glaber Torres just, you know, let his testosterone get the better of him. He, he made a conscious decision to do that. I just, I just wish that the Yankees being the Yankees, the, the, they are the epitome of class. You know, the, they're supposed to be the, the, the upper echelon of sports. And they just, they just don't seem that way sometimes, especially when people like that do that. You know, it makes it tough to root for him. But it's water under the bridge now, you know. It is what it is. So, I just want to reemphasize the fact that people need to take a step back when something like that happens. You know, people, people need to just stop and kind of take a deep breath and just realize, okay, we won. That's that's the most important thing. You know, I, w- I wish I wish I could describe it better, but that's just the simplest way to say it. If you if you're really that upset about it, you know, we all we all learned this when we were very very young. You know, if you're really upset about something, you're really angry, you don't hit somebody else, you don't do anything like that. You know, you go in your own little room and you scream and you punch a pillow and you you do stuff like that. So I I, I just wish that more people understood that. But that's all I got. And uh, now I'm going to actually end this episode early because I have to record another episode because I'll be on vacation. So I'm going to record a second episode with this voice and people are going to be like, wow, he's really sick. No, I'm just doing it on the same day because technology allows that to happen. So anyway, I uh, hope everybody is well. Uh, hope everybody is, is not getting sick. And uh, we'll see you in just a few short weeks. Yes, my voice will be a little different uh, or be the same now as it is than different. You know what I'm trying to say here? Good. I don't want to think about it anymore. Anyway, uh, once again, uh, osipfoundation.org, podcast at osipfoundation.org. Facebook.com slash Foundation, Twitter and Instagram at Foundation, hashtag how you play the game. You can always subscribe to our YouTube channel, our apparel store is on Bonfire, and our book is available on Amazon. So until then, until we speak again, and unfortunately it'll be in this voice, remember to treat each other with respect. How You Play the Game is a production of the OSIP Foundation, Incorporated. The producer-engineer of this episode is Sean Ryan. Music by SoundSpring Studio. The executive producer of How You Play the Game is Jack Furlong. For more information, visit osafoundation.org.